0: Hi, I'm Sarah, and welcome to another episode of Deep Diving into the Wise. And thank you for tuning in. It's starting to get warmer, and I can feel the bright, sparkling summer sun these days. It's a bit hot, but I can really feel summer coming closer and closer. I hope that you listeners are also enjoying the warmer days. Now I'm so excited for summer break, where I can finally relax and work on this podcast so much more because I haven't been doing that as much these days. But my exams are finally over and I finally have the time to invest in this podcast. So please be excited for that. Obviously, because of COVID, summer is not going to be as glorious Then, before, like, you won't have as much hangouts with friends and there's no traveling, but I hope that the listeners can find something interesting to do. You could watch movies, you could read books, you could sleep, or you could watch the Olympics. And so, this leads to my topic today, which is the Tokyo Olympics. The Tokyo Olympics was initially planned to be held in around 2020, July, but it was postponed due to the coronavirus. The officials said that they'll be holding the Olympics in 2021 when the pandemic is controlled. This was the first time in history where an Olympics game was canceled or postponed. And now it's 2021. And the Olympics is set to happen on July 23rd to August 8th. And I think just recently the IOC did a huge 45 minute conference about how they are set to do this Olympics. And, oh, interesting fact, by the way, even though the Tokyo Olympics is in 2021, you're still supposed to call it Tokyo Olympics 2020 because they had too much advertising equipment, and campaigns That's too late to change anything. But to address the elephant in the room, COVID-19. The pandemic is still affecting everyone, and even though there are vaccine rollouts, the situation hasn't really improved from 2020, at least in Japan. So today, I'm going to talk about the logistics of Tokyo Olympics, the government rationale, the controversy, and the possibility of cancellation. Here we go. So first, what is happening right now? The government and the IOC, the International Olympics Committee, is set on continuing the Games. The president of the Tokyo Olympic Organizing Committee, Ms. Hashimoto, said that it is 100% that the game will go on. For Japanese fans, they're going to require a negative result in the PCR test if they want to come and watch the event and they are going to ban eating and drinking while watching, so that they'll keep their masks on. However, some officials say that it is possible that the matches might happen with no audience. Unfortunately, most international fans cannot come to Tokyo to watch the event. Instead, they need to watch it on TV. For example, NBC, the broadcaster in the United States, has saved some morning events to broadcast on television. Now, if you're in the United States, watching these events might be a bit of a hassle because you have to wake up really early in the morning. But NBC is going to, I think, broadcast them on delay so that it will be on at the best time of the day but the network will also live stream virtually every event for those who want to watch it in real time to feel the energy with only around 50 days to go until the Olympics some teams have arrived in Japan already around a week ago or so the Australian softball team arrived making them the first team of athletes to come for the Olympics So what is the government's rationale and point of view about holding the Olympics? Well, the Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga said that he won't put the Olympics first and that he always prioritizes the need of the citizens. However, he did add that the IOC will make the ultimate decision and the IOC has the biggest power basically. And this is because of a contract between IOC and Tokyo. When they sign the contract, it explicitly says that only IOC is allowed to cancel the game. If Japan tries to cancel, they'll have to pay tremendous debts resulting in high losses. According to Nomura Institute of Research, losses can reach up to 17 billion US dollars. Additionally, by holding the Olympics, Japan will get billions from the revenue of broadcasting rights, which might be necessary, especially since by postponing it, Japan has already lost a lot of money. So holding the Olympics mean the lowest losses possible with higher revenue in terms of economics. In terms of ethics, now we don't know. The government also sees the Olympics as a chance to show Japan's revival to the world. Japan has struggled with devastating accidents such as the 311 earthquake and the nuclear disaster of Fukushima. By holding the Olympics, they want to prove the strength of Japan and celebrate it. However, Japan has not yet overcome the pandemic with around 300 people getting COVID every day in Tokyo only. And it's questionable whether it really shows off the strength of Japan in the best possible way. Now, I want to talk about the controversy and what is going on with the citizens and the doctors. Many people are against having the Olympics. More than 70% of the Japanese population is against the Olympics. And this is quite a lot of the population. It really shows that even the host country does not want to do it. And it's only the government and the IOC that really wants to hold it right now. Criticism include that it is endangering vulnerable groups, such as the elderly, or those who can't get the vaccine, because so many athletes and coaches is going to come to Japan and they might possibly carry the virus. Similarly, they say that it might threaten a breakdown of hospitals if these athletes do get sick. And there won't be enough room for the citizens. And the final criticism is that there are large sums of money used for the Olympics, such as making sure that the stadiums are open, making sure that there are enough hotels for the athletes and police officers to ensure that the athletes are safe, for example. And this could really be used for other things, like vaccines. According to Japan Times, roughly about 9% of the Japanese population is vaccinated, compared to 50% in the U.S., So it might be smarter to focus on the safety of citizens. As if the Olympics happen, then so many athletes from all over the world are coming. And it's questionable whether Japan can actually deal if there is a breakout. Additionally, 10,000 unpaid volunteers dropped out to help from the Olympics, probably out of fear of contracting COVID. It's not just the citizens that are against this. Doctors are also against it, too. For the Olympics, venue medical officers, also known as VMO, are needed to ensure safety of athletes. For example, they may get hurt or they may start to feel sick and to deal with unforeseen injuries. The do- government is aiming to have around 7,000 doctors and nurses for VMOs. At maximum, 230 doctors and 310 nurses might be needed per day. Although the government says that they have enough doctors for this, this can be problematic as the Japanese hospitals are almost at its max capacity. And at this rate of infections right now, more doctors might be needed. I mean, some Parts of Japan is in a state of emergency right now, which highlights that the COVID situation is not good. Additionally, Tokyo Medical Practitioners Association, an organization of about 6,000 doctors in Tokyo, made a petition which got 350,000 signatures. And it called for that government to stop the Olympics. Also, an organization called Mental Health Technologies interviewed 1,339 doctors, and of those, 67% were against the Olympics. This is more than two-thirds of the interviewees. There are several reasons. Some said that there were not enough people that are vaccinated. Some say that we cannot take care of Japanese people at this rate, and if there are more infections from athletes, we can't deal with it. And they also said that there's not enough capacity to deal with both the Olympics and the COVID pandemic. So from these results, it's quite clear that a lot of Japanese population is against Olympics. So what about the possibility of cancellation? Bottom line, I really, really doubt it. I think they're gonna go ahead no matter what, especially with the presentation that the IOC did just a day or so ago, they'll try their very best to finish the Olympics. The only way Japan will have to pay debt to IOC is if the IOC cancels it. And the IOC will only cancel if, quote, the safety of participants in the games would be seriously threatened or jeopardized for any reason whatsoever but cancellation is really, really unlikely because 75% of the IOC's total funding comes from broadcasting rights. So IOC will have to meet a ton of losses. As I said before, Japan also has to face a large cost of up to 17 billion US dollars. So I think that even though a large majority is against it, they will try to continue the Olympics for economic gain, and the aim of the IOC. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed that. I don't know whether the Olympics will happen, but we'll see in around a month. And if it does happen, I hope that it's safe. And, well, at least if it happens, then I hope that it might encourage some people and make them feel better being in, Locked down or being trapped at home during the summer because that is one of the reasons why they want to do it now. Anyway, if you liked it, please consider subscribing and check out my Instagram at Deep Diving Into The Wise. So, I'll see you next month. Maybe I'll even make an extra episode, who knows? Because I'm going in a summer break. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you!